Yeah. I owe my CPA license probably to your service. So <laughs> thank you so much. It, it helped me more than you probably know. Welcome to episode 16 of the CPA Exam Experience podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you'll hear me talk with Katie. She is a Superfast CPA customer and now a CPA. And there are three specific things that I want you to listen for in this interview. So first, her overall story. And this is similar to some of the other interviews that we've done, where, you know, the person kind of got out of college and they just kind of assumed not nobody thinks the CPA exams are going to be easy, but they just kind of viewed them as this thing that they were just going to kind of put the time in, study a little bit each day and just kind of pass the exams and get them over with. And then they run into the reality that these are much bigger or harder or a much different thing than your average college exam. And she kind of talks about that process and she uses the phrase, I, I got to the point where I realized what it was actually going to take. And then she kind of talks about that shift and, you know, what that meant, what, it, what she means by what it actually took. So she explains that process. The second thing is she shares a, some good tips on her own note-taking process. And again, this is something that has come up in multiple of these interviews where I've always promoted the idea that you should be making your own flashcards and specifically flashcards. And if someone doesn't have their own tried and true methods for taking notes that they used all the way through college, I I would still probably recommend the flashcard route. But some of these interviews have convinced me it doesn't have to be flashcards. And usually that's when someone has their own system that they've already been using for years of taking notes. And this is one of those cases. She kind of talks about how she did it, how she used the notes, both in the day-to-day study process as she's creating them and the different ways she did that. And then also how she used her own notes as she got closer in her final review to an actual exam. And then the third thing that she talks about, or the third specific thing that I thought was a really good idea, she shares a specific tip for getting used to getting up early in the morning and getting used to it pretty quickly. And she talks about that, and I could not agree more with the point that she makes. So listen for that. And obviously, we talk through her whole study process, so there are a lot more than three specific tips you will get from this. Again, if you're in the study process or you're going to be in the next year, I would highly recommend you listen to this full interview go back and listen to the other interviews we've already published and some of our other podcast episodes because they are completely free. And we have gotten a lot of comments about how helpful these have been to people that are still trying to figure out their own daily study process. Now, that being said, these episodes are obviously completely free to listen to or watch on YouTube, but they do take a lot of time to record and then edit everything and publish it. So if you found these useful, or if you found one of the previous episodes useful, please take a second and go to your favorite podcast app where you're listening to these and just leave a review. So I just want to read one of the most recent reviews we got on the podcast. This is from Elistamom. They said, great for motivation. The podcast is keeping me motivated to keep studying. Listening to others talk about their path is keeping me on mine. So that's a simple review, but you get the point. And that is a good point. Listening to other people that are going through the same thing you are. I do think it helps with motivation and keeping a cohesive mindset about what you're trying to accomplish each day as you go through the months that it's going to take to get these 
exams over with. The last thing before we get into this interview, if this is the first thing from Superfast CPA that you've come across, the best place to start is one of our free study trainings. That is a, it's a webinar we run multiple days a week where we walk through our study process. And this is all based around a two-hour study block. So our big claim with this is you can learn how to study or get more done in two hours than most people can in four to five hours studying the normal way. And that's all explained on the training, what that means and what we mean or why what we recommend is different. And the key thing about this is when you can do that, all you need to do on weekdays, assuming you're busy and you're working full time, all you need to do on weekdays is one of these two hour sessions with your review course. So instead of trying to find four or five hours all throughout your day to sit with your review course, you only need to find two hours a day to actually sit with your review course because what you will be doing is so much more effective and efficient. So to sign up for one of those trainings, just go to superfastcpa.com slash pass now, or if you're just listening to this, you can text pass now one word to 44222, or go straight to our website at superfastcpa.com, and it's easy to find a link to one of these trainings. With all that being said, let's get into this interview with Katie. So how long have you, you're all done, right? You've passed yeah. all four? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all done. When did you pass your fourth one? I passed my fourth one this past January. Nice. Meaning so like three months ago or f three or four months ago? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I had audit passed for a while, and then that was my first one that I had. And then I did reg, FAR, and BEC in like five months. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just start at the top. So when you, uh, when you first started studying, did you just get a review course and just kind of jump into it? Or how did, how did you start the study process? Yeah. So I, when I got my full-time offer, I, I worked for RSM. They gave me the Becker package. So that's what I started off initially. But I don't know if it's because I didn't do a master's program. I did the 150 credits. Mm -hmm. I was maybe not expecting the exam to be as like rigorous as it was yeah so I did not really take my study course all that seriously when I first started so I, I kind of thought it'd be like any other college exam and then after I took my first exam and I found out just how like tough it is and like just how like in the detail some of the questions can be I basically had to like restart everything and this was at the same time when I was about to start full-time. So mm -hmm. it all came crashing down all at the same time. And I freaked out thinking, I'm never going to be able to do this if I start working. But what worked for me is I used to study before I went to work. So like I would wake up at 5 a.m. and then study until I had to leave for work until like 8, 8.15. And that's basically what I did. It took me a while to get to that point because I thought, I'd, oh, I'll just like redo my review course. And when that wasn't working, that's how I found um, Superfast CPA and I started using that especially like the audio lectures because I travel a lot especially like driving to and from like I live in South Florida a lot of my yeah. clients are like Central Florida so my longest commute is like three hours I would stay out there but like that three-hour commute I would yeah. just listen to audio lectures to and from work anywhere I would go in my car I would I would listen to them just because nice. I feel like the more you listen to it the more like ingrained it gets but once yeah. I started getting strict with that, like 5 a.m. to like 8 a.m. studying every day, and then every day, like eight hours at least on the weekends, that's what made the, the biggest difference. Okay. And uh, when you started, did you, did you fail any sections? 
or oh, did yeah. you oh you did <laughs> i did i failed the first time i took far audit and reg i failed Gotcha. Now the first time I took, um, I think it was far. I got a seventy-three. So it was one of those fails that was like right there, but I just yeah. couldn't get over the threshold. Same thing with um, reg. The first time I took it, it was similar to that. I think I got like a set uh, a seventy-one the first time I took reg. Okay, and so when you when you like got our package or whatever, did you uh, start studying based on? kind of our how we recommend you study or did you mostly just use the audios no so i used i would say i use the audios mostly but i also use like the five question quizzes a lot especially mm -hmm. if i had downtime i had the app so i would just log on whenever i had a couple minutes just to do questions and then before my exam i would print out like the actual um, written notes and then i would just review them highlight the things that i thought were important and then the things i didn't know well I would like flag them with those little post-its to like go back and read again. So I did use those, but closer to like my exam date, I would just use those kind of as like a recap of like everything that um, was in each section. Yeah. Okay. And so when you were going through the, you know, studying each day when you in the beginning and you failed those sections and then after that, when you started passing your sections, what changes did you make to your actual, like your main study session and how you used your, your, your Becker stuff? Did you just study the same and just kind of get better at it? Or did you change anything with how you actually? I think the biggest change was just how much time I put into it every day. I think before I would only put in during the week, two hours and then the weekends around like six ish and hours. And I just thought that wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. So I would do like the Becker stuff and then I would listen to the audio lecture that would like coincide with the same chapters in Becker. And then I would do the little quizzes when I was like out or at work. And then I would try to do like pra more practice exam before my, my exams. Gotcha. Cause that was something I didn't do. Um, the first time I took it, I didn't take a practice exam cause I just thought I would be better just to review the concepts in the little time that I had in between like the last day of studying and my actual exam date, but I started incorporating like at least doing one practice exam before each exam. Yeah. Like my actual date. I think that's good. I mean, I know you use the audio notes and little quizzes, so that gives you a decent amount of kind of re-review each day. Were you doing yeah. that any re-review as part of your main study session or were you just mostly using that time to move through new material? Um, the re-review, I would use like the audio lectures for the most part. So like I would just listen, like if I did like that day, like pensions in the morning, when I would go to work or like I was traveling back from work, I would listen to like the pension lecture on the audio notes. And then when I got home, I would try to do just specific questions to that section and then do a couple of those five question quizzes that would just like encapsulate everything. Like yeah. try to keep other stuff fresh too. Yeah. But that's how okay. I try to do it. Like if I learned that Becker section that morning, I would try to listen to those audio lectures after the fact. Okay. So your actual, um, like your test day experience and especially where you had a few failed sections, what were some of the things you learned going through the real exam that you then used the next times that helped? Definitely the time management of your exam. I, the first time that I took reg that I got my 71, I ran out of time in my last simulation. And it was just really discouraging because I feel like if I had more time, I probably could have just gotten all the, like, at least more points on it. And I probably yeah. would have been over the threshold. So when I was studying, I just tried to get faster at answering questions, especially like with the quizzes. If I didn't try to like 
spend more than a couple minutes on each question. So if I didn't know, I would just pick and move on just to try to get faster at answering them. But that was definitely the biggest thing I had to change after my first failed exam was just like how much time I was putting into each section. And I, oh, it always felt like that last sim, I was like pressed for time and I was like rushing through it. And every time that I felt rushed to finish, I failed the exam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if that's any indication. That does. That's, and that's a big thing. And that's what I'm always talking about in those training videos is you just, you have to get good at answering multiple choice questions through the study process. And then that will kind of take care of itself on test day because the faster you get done with the multiple choice questions, the more time for Sims. And that's really what the Sims are about is just sitting there struggling with them for as long as you can. Yeah. I think sometimes you don't see like how much time the Sims going to take you because you don't like, you won't see how many like attachments are attached to a Sim until it's actually like your time to view it. And if you get one of those Sims that has like eight attachments at the end of your exam and you're like 30, you only have like 20 or 30 minutes left. Like, that's probably not even enough time to get through like reading through all the attached information. So that I had, I had to make a huge change for that. And yeah. I've never really been like the best test taker, like all throughout, like I took my SATs and when I was in college, I was always like one of the last people to finish exams just cause I was just a little slower. So it definitely was, I really had to change how I was like approaching the exam so that I wouldn't feel like I, you know, I should have, if I would have gotten more time, I would have been able to pass that kind of mentality. Yeah. And then how about, how did you approach, uh, cause I don't really like the full two week final review, you know, cause if you just go lesson by lesson, you're really just forgetting a bunch of everything you're going through. And then you basically are trying to relearn it all at the end. That's why I talk so much about re-review on a daily basis. But how did you do your own, like what was your version of a final review? So I took a lot of like written notes, especially when um, I would do like practice exams. And if I like would go back, I would like write down all the like the sections I did like poorly at and like maybe the specific part of that question I got wrong. And then I would just make notes of also if I was weak at. And then I would just review all the things that I was really weak on on my practice exams. Remember my final review for the two weeks before I would just I would try to listen to all the audio lectures again. And then go off of my notes from the practice exam for things that didn't go that well. So like if I struggled particularly with like one module, if I was like really bad at it, then I would re I would look at the lectures on Becker again, do the practice questions on Becker and then listen to the audio again. Okay. So kind of went in like that order. I would do the Becker audio, then I would do the Becker multiple choice and then I would listen to the audio lecture for that recap from from the app. Nice. And that was my next question. So you sounds like you took notes kind of just like regular notes, like on a notebook yeah. and mm -hmm. not so much flashcards. No, I, maybe it's just me in particular, but it, it just stuck so much better with me when I saw it on a page. And like yeah. for me, if I was sitting in the exam, I could kind of visualize like where in my notes I wrote that specific formula. And I did color codes and like all of that for like specific formulas for like terms for um, like if I did the difference between like S Corp and C Corp, I did like red for the differences. Like I would just remember like where in my notes I saw that particular thing. Yeah, for sure. And I think you said kind of the key idea though. It's like, it's not so much the mode of how you do it, but um, when I talk about people making flashcards, the biggest thing is you don't want to take notes or make flashcards on every single thing. Cause then you're just spending this huge amount of time mm -hmm 
making notes or flashcards. You want to specifically do that for things that you personally struggle with, you know, to right. understand or remember. And that's basically exactly what you said. Yeah. I'm, especially after a practice exam, I would only really like redo notes for things that I was weak at or like a module that I performed like really poorly on. Would I like go back and actually like start new notes? Okay. Uh, so going back to just kind of your daily process, did you, so in the beginning when you were just starting, you mostly studied after work and you weren't getting up early. Is that right. that's what it was in the beginning? Yeah. I mean, I will admit when I first started work, I think I put more effort into like doing well at my job than trying to finish the exam. And if I can go back and tell myself that that was not the route to go down, I would definitely do it yeah. because at some point it kind of hit me that if I don't like really get serious about finishing this, then like it doesn't matter how great I do at work. Like I can only go so far. So I kind of had to change my whole thinking of that. But yeah. I definitely was one of those like kids out of college that thought I would have no issue with taking this test. And I had a lot of issues <laughs> at the <laughs> beginning before I got disciplined about what it actually takes to like get through all four of them. Yeah. The, yeah. The CPA exams are weird. I, there were two people from my master's degree that were in my higher group and my same firm. And I, they were clearly like two of the smartest kids, like in the masters, they were just, they were sharp and they really, really struggled with the CPA exams. So you just, I just never know. There's just something about them. Yeah. Um, And then, so from going from there for where you studied after work and then realizing, okay, if I'm going to like, lock this in, this has to happen in the mornings. How did, what was just your process for getting used to waking up so much earlier? Because that's one of the one things I hear from people and I'm like, okay, what do you want me to say? Like, do you want to pass these or not? Yeah. Um, what I did, which helped a lot was I also woke up early on weekends. So even though I had the time to sleep in, I would still try to like train myself to wake up early. So it wasn't like I woke up super late Saturday and Sunday and then here I am trying to wake up at five on Monday. So I mm-hmm. tried to keep waking up, maybe not at 5 a.m. on the weekends, but at least by like 7 a.m. I was already awake, like not like trying to start my day earlier. So it didn't feel as like bad when I was trying to wake up on Monday at five. Um, it worked out better for me. I was on a travel engagement when I was taking my last exam, which was BC, and I was in a hotel, so I would wake up super early. I would go downstairs and get breakfast and then just sit at the desk in my hotel until I had to go to work. So that made it a lot easier because I didn't have any distractions in my hotel because I wasn't like at home. I was like in the middle of nowhere for some job. Mm -hmm. So, but I made myself get up early on the weekends too, to get used to getting up at 5 a.m. like Monday through Friday. Yeah, I think that's a really good tip is, and overall that's similar to, again, what I'm always telling people is like, if you just can treat this as four or five months that are just, it's just going to suck. When you, if you just accept that it's, it's like easier and it, it sucks is. less to get up early, study every day, never miss a day of studying, always do those little mini sessions, just all yeah. of the above. If you just kind of accept that that's how it's going to be for a few months, you have a much bigger chance of just passing them all and getting it over with. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is definitely the a short time, like a short term sacrifice for the long time goal because I right now that I have them all done and I just have to focus on work, it just feels like a huge load is like off my shoulders and I just mm-hmm. feel like I'm just less stressed in general. And like our job is not necessarily the most stress free anyway. So yeah. now that I know it's like one more level of stress is like I don't have to worry about anymore. 
it's like made my life better. Like even if that sounds dramatic, but I do think that oh. my life is better now that no, it, I don't yeah. have to worry about these exams. Oh, for sure. I mean, a- anyone who's actually studied this, started the study process understands just how, how crappy it is to have these like hanging over your head and yeah. getting your fourth and passing score is like top two days of my life for sure. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's, I don't, I feel like people don't realize just how much harder it is to do it while you're working. Cause I was one of those people that thought it'd be fine. And I mean, it is possible. Cause I feel like if I did it really, anybody can do it, but it's, it's 10 times more difficult mm-hmm. because the time you don't have the same amount of time to devote. And a lot of the times it's, work or studying and I think you should choose studying (laughs) right yeah and that's the thing it's and it it is also hard because uh like you said you you kind of just get the idea quickly when you start in public accounting or at any job really that you know you want to be doing your best at work but then eventually the partners start asking like how are the uh CPA exams coming you know yeah I think um that definitely is what happens because I think my partner was probably the second happiest person after me when I passed my exams. Cause it's just, just takes a weight off of his shoulder and like my team's shoulder also that like they don't have to worry about me finishing. And I, I know of people that have like given up and I did mm-hmm. not want to become one of those people. And I really did, even if it meant just doing it for myself, I wanted to do it. But um, it, it, it is, it can be discouraging, but it feels so great to be done after you've accomplished it. Yeah. Well, and it's not just that. I mean, it, it does get to that point where you're just kind of like, okay, this is, you kind of view it as a personal challenge. But like you said, you, you had to do all those, uh, what did you say? 150 credit hours or whatever, Mm -hmm. just to sit for the exams. And then in other States, you know, you have to have a master's just to sit for these exams. So that's, that's what I was always thinking about. It was like, I didn't pay 40,000 to yeah. not do these stupid tests. Like I'm going to pass yeah. these. Yeah. yeah. So about that, what, uh, do you remember when you found out you got your fourth passing score? Like what was that day like? Yeah. So I found out I was at dinner with family that was from New York and they were all asking me about how the process was. And I used to hate getting that question because I, w- I always had to tell people like, Oh, like I'm not done yet. Or I was really close. So I have to study again. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to like tell the story again, how like I was really close and like, I really don't want to have to talk about this anymore. And when we were at dinner, um, Nasba sent out the tweet that the scores were out. And I was like too scared. I was like, I want to do this at dinner because I'll be like really depressed if like I didn't pass. But um, my sister was at dinner and she checked for me and she was like, you passed. And we were already at dinner. So we like oh, got a awesome. desserts and like, it was really fun. But that's I was cool. terrified. I was like, I, I can't, I want to be alone when I check the last one. I don't want to be anywhere. I don't want anybody to talk to me, but it, it ends up being like a good moment. Nice. One of the questions I've been asking is, you might've mentioned this in some form, but if there was kind of one thing that you feel like was your secret sauce to the study process, what would that be? Or I guess maybe I just, your biggest tip you would give to somebody. I would just like, as much like repetition, like if you can do questions over and over again, listen to audios over and over again, do as many five question quizzes. Like I feel like what really gets you to understand the topics is seeing it over and over and over again and doing that question type over and over again and looking at that SIM like multiple times if you're using Becker, like just 
the more you see it and hear it and like practice it, the better you are, the better prepared you are. Because for the most part, the question types don't change very much when you actually mm -hmm. are on the exam. It's just like the figures and like maybe what the final calculation is. But if you know just the basics of what they want you to do, you can answer any of the questions. So the more you see those question types, the better you get and the more prepared you are. And the faster you are at answering those questions. Yeah. Okay, thanks for saying that because that's another thing people email me about. They're like, hey, I'm, I've been taking these five question quizzes and I think I saw one that's the same. I'm like, okay, now do that till you've seen them all 10 times. Like, cause that's yeah. the point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. All right, cool. Everyone has had, and it's been interesting to me because all these different interviews, everyone has their own just little tips and tricks that they figured out. And I think the biggest thing to learn from that is what a lot of people do is they start and they're putting in a few hours a day. And it's just so different and overwhelming, like you said, because it's so much different than a college exam Yeah, that they just kind of freak out or give up or, or keep doing it that way for months and then fail sections. But yeah. you just keep at it. You start, you start just figuring out what works. And once you get to that point, then it's just a matter of time, you know, that you'll, you will pass. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I found exactly what worked for me, so like after I took reg and I passed and I was going into BEC, I didn't change anything. And it like my same study habits is exactly what I did. And I did fine on BEC. So I feel like once you know what works for you specifically, like don't try to alter what it is that works that first time. Because more likely than not, if you study the same way, you'll, you'll get a similar outcome. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, yeah, I don't want to take up much more of your time. I appreciate you doing this. I yeah, think no problem. Yeah. I owe my CPA license probably to your service. So <laughs> thank you so much. It, it helped me more than you probably know. Awesome. Well, that's good to hear. All right. Thank you thanks. very much. Thanks, Nate. Have a good yeah. one. You too. Bye. See ya. All right. So that was the interview with Katie. If you're listening or watching to this point, you heard the whole thing. And I'm confident that you found that well worth your time. We went through a lot of helpful things about how you can take some of her ideas or strategies and improve your own daily study process. Specifically, I really liked her point about not getting up later on weekends or not treating the weekends as like days off. I'm a big, big advocate of that. This whole process is easier if you just view every day exactly the same. And not just that, but you view the weekends as an opportunity to study even longer. I would always try to study for at least five or six hours on Saturday or Sunday, and I would still get up really early exactly like what she described. I wouldn't really let myself sleep in, or I didn't view the weekends as like my time off. I just found it much easier mentally to view every day as the same until I was done. And then of course, she mentions using our app a lot, using the audios and then the, the questions quite a bit, and then reading our notes as kind of part of her final review strategy. Again, to get our best study strategies, pretty much mostly for free because we cover the, the main ideas of our study process, sign up for one of those free one-hour trainings. We also provide our best discount on our bundles only through those trainings. And so you have to be on one of those trainings to actually receive the link to that promotion for the, our best pricing on any of our bundles. So again, to sign up for one of those trainings, just text PASSNOW to 44222. PASSNOW is one word. 
or go to superfastcpa.com slash pass now or find the link in the description below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening, you can just go to our site. It's easy to find a link to one of those trainings. So thank you for listening or watching and we will see you on the next episode.